Okay, welcome. Bishop Paul Ndahikwa is uh, the director along with Pastor Gilbert. Let's see. Bishop, are you, you the director and he's the, he's the director, right? But you work with um, Bishop Gilbert. He, they were together here on Thursday night. How many were here Thursday night? Um, okay, so many of you heard an uh, amazing story, really, that they had of how 20 years ago, after the Rwandan genocide, when there was so much animosity, God worked in them through the seminars with Pilgrim Center for Reconciliation to bring them together across the divide between Hutu and Tutsi and to perform an amazing reconciliation. And they have, since that, done that seminar in small groups, but with 20,000, 25,000 um, people across uh, Rwanda, and that now it's being planted other places. So we know Pilgrim Center because Pastor Jim got involved with it. But it didn't start with him. Been, they have been doing this for a long time. So it's a great privilege for us to have them, who are very experienced with it, have been doing this um, for a long time, to hear from him and to see what, what is happening on that side. No, so you, uh, I have the same uh, challenge that you know, we're involved with a lot of Tanzanians and Kenyans, people from across Africa, but you only see me and my face. You don't see all the people we work with. So this is an opportunity we have to see all a glimpse of what's happening there all the time, not just when Pastor Jim happens to show up at something. But I think it's easy for us to get the thing, oh, it's whatever Pastor Jim is doing this, that, and the other, that's all that Pilgrim Center for Reconciliation does. But no, it's he does some things to make all of this happen, including what he does. So this is our privilege. Pilgrim Center for Reconciliation is something that we support on our on a monthly basis, regularly. And we have a chance to hear a little bit from someone who's involved with it on a regular basis and who has been doing ministry for a long time. So he actually went to PAG Bible College in Mwanza, he was telling me, which I know a lot of the people there, but he graduated in 1990. I didn't even go up till 95. So um, he was c come and gone long before I even arrived in Mwanza. But welcome, Bishop, and we are very grateful to hear from you. Thank you. Thank you, sir, Pastor Stephen. Thank you, my friend and a brother, Pastor Justin. And thank you all, Basal Christian Church. This is not my first time, nor second time. That is the time I was here for almost three, four days in this church, standing on this pulpit. So, if there are some people among of you that still remember me, can they realize? And, oh, I have a number of people here. Thank you very much for loving me and allowing me to come again. <laughs> Thank you very much. And I'm very privileged to have my fellow Africans so this church is the real church that really pleases God. It is the church that has no boundary. It is the kingdom ministry served here. No black, no white, no African, no American, no European. It is the church, the body of Christ. I pray that really that spirit should even 
attach other churches because Jesus wants to be the body, one church. One church. Not in Norwegian church, but Jesus is the church. We thank them because they brought the message and the gospel. We are now, after all, I was sponsored by Swedish. And I served with the Swedish in Uganda. And his son is living in my city. The city where I grew up in 35 years. Balala. My home city. So we have many in common. He was in Mwanza because he's not a Tanzanian. He left now he's here. I was in Mwanza. He was not a Tanzanian. I left. I went. I'm now in Rwanda. But serving the same God. So what we can praise God is that wherever you are, whoever you are, Jesus knows you as his part, his body. Amen? And that's why I say I'm again privileged to be in this church that is the house of prayer for all nations. Can you thank God for that wonderful vision he gave you? A wonderful vision God gave you. And that is the real church. Amen. So I am... Uh, I want to see the world. So that I can know my time. Somebody promised to help me on. You know very well that... I was born before computer. <laughs> before computer. <laughs> if I wanted, I would have called my son to, to help me because he was born when technology was there. But my time was, you know, yes, but they have four signs. I don't know which sign can... <laughs> One is the angle on that side, another one on that side. Show me. Uh -huh. This is down. I will be telling somebody add. Huh? Very good. Very good. Where can you? <laughs> Amen. I have my sons here. I would like them to come and greet you. Thank you for coming and joining me here. David and Emma, please come. Thank you for coming. Yes. This is David. That is Emma. They are actually nearby. So I think he just knows you. Does he? Do you know him? Do you know that he's a brother? Okay. 
Thank you, you can wear for knowledge. I told you, I mean, I've told you earlier that I'm not here as a stranger. Though the strangers can become friends, I became a friend. And that is why I was invited, not only in the conference, also to speak what is in my heart. And uh, because I was asked to preach, and I wanted to know what I could preach, as I did last time, but this time they said, no, the Holy Spirit can tell you what is needed and I said, Holy Spirit, tell me what is needed today, not only to these people I'm seeing, but today for your church, including myself. And uh, my theme today is very simple. You will find that there is what the church needs today. And that need doesn't need I mean the church needs not this building or the beautiful building where we are gathering. No. Me, you. What do we need so as to move and shine for Christ? Anytime when you are against the evil that Satan is actually dominating the world even if you don't know, but he has only one who overcomes, and that is Jesus. The songs we have been singing say that we know where he brought us. And now, because we know where we brought us, he brought us, we should know where he is taking us. And but in between there is a journey. That one you cannot say amen. In between, from where he brought us and where he is taking us, there is a long journey that needs strength. You can't afford alone. Even if we gather together here, without him, we can't afford. But we need him to strengthen us. So that we can reach the destination. I did. Okay. We shall want to first to read Psalms 84 verse 5 to 7. This is a very beautiful psalm. One of the Psalms that really shows the need on the journey and how we can achieve. Somebody can read it for me or I read it for myself. Blessed are those whose strength, whose strength is in you. They say blessed are those whose strength are in you. Is it saying whose strength is in superpower? Nuclear? Technology? In him. Hallelujah. 
Don't you think we need that? You may not know that you need strength. And maybe you have enough. You think you have enough. But I want to tell you today that you need a lot. In this way of going to the destination where actually the presence of God is, where actually you can hear him, where actually you can feel that I have God as my father and I believe very confident that I'm his son or a daughter, on the way there is some obstacles. So you need another strength. Church, I want you to know. Not all your expectations that you have met, all your vision that you wanted, you planned, you wrote, that you have achieved. Though they are good, but you need some other strength in order to reach and achieve what you are planning. Whose hearts are set on pilgrimage? So, we have that organization called the Pilgrim Center for Reconciliation. But if we tell you the journey, and yet it's still going, we, yesterday we had a team of Sudanese, South Sudanese. You know how long they have been suffering? Even still today, being a pastor, we have never solved that. Being bishops, not at all. Politicians, not at all. But there is one cause and one solution. The cause of the conflicts always comes from where? Do you think God is the one who can bring conflicts? Can you think so? No. Who brings conflicts? The devil. And who brings the peace? But from free conflict to peace, there is a long journey. There is what you need in order to achieve what God has for you. He promised. We all know that we have promises. And the promise God has for you, even today you need to know it and again bring it back and again remind yourself what plan God has for you. Is I know what I want to do for you. It is not bad, but good. So there you ask, why comes then I meet such a, I mean, problems or hardships in my way? But still it says, wherever you go, I will be with you. Do you call him and stand with him and walk with him? Then you fail on the way? No. When the hardships comes, you find that you are protected. He sang this morning that he is our lock. We continue reading because I want to. Their watches. <laughs> okay, I will try to use the time. I will not be African. <laughs> I will not be one and another. But because African like you, yeah, you, you know the time. <laughs> As they pass through the valley of Baga. They make it a place of springs. <laughs> if you hear that, can't you give at least a very big hand? You make the prayer, you pass in the 
worries in difficulties where people are crying then you pass through you don't gap you pass through think of the children of Israel when they were conquering entering in the the the, 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 the promised land there was a river and tell him about that river the river was the, the, the river were they able to jump the river and think of how they did they went through and they think the river is going they know it is a river no boat nothing and they are told to cross the river do you think when the, the when the river was going when they were near the river they maybe it dried no until they reached there it continued going they took risk but they knew who they are with because they those the priest with the ark i don't think that because they were priests they made the river stop but because they had an ark of god the presence of god the real god by that time they used to say to know that this is where god is they carried the glory of god the presence of god and they they risked they knew we to last in him he has told us to do so he will make a way Woo! hallelujah he can make a way even to you if you know really where you are going your destination he can make a way when they went in what a stop not the water did not stop until they went in with the glory of god that's why i say they make it a place of springs Though it has been a place of sorrows, cries, but because of the glory of God that is in them, they can change the situation. Hallelujah. God can always strengthen you when you are in the mood. It needs you really to understand him and invite him to lead you then you can never fail does he fail if he doesn't fail how what how comes that if he is really in me i can fail nothing you can't fail you can't fail i want to see those who believe like me can you fail he never fails then i can't fail the blessings will follow they go from strength to strength those who really accept who god is and who realized that they have a need you know the problem today being a believer is good and attending the church is very good but knowing what i need is too hard people do not we know very well to do evaluation of the projects i know pastor can 
when he brings the, the seminar here of that, everyone can come and go with the papers and try to follow. But when we say evaluate your life and the relationship you have with God, so that God can always back and strengthen you, even in hardships you will pass very majestically as if nothing is there. But we don't do. I had yesterday somebody actually is working in a, in a Christian films and he wrote on WhatsApp. He was actually weeping because he said very many believers do not know what they believe. Can you read? He, he brought a test, a simple test. That was Luke 4 verse 7. When Satan was uh, tempting Jesus, he said, if you worship me, everything will be yours. And uh, he said, to test, to see whether people know what they believe. He said, those who will be blessed by that word will see a man. And those who are not blessed with that man, word, they will say the reason. Imagine. In 25 minutes, many people, about 500 people responded, but only 20 commented no. But the rest, 480 said, Amen, Amen. Why? They say, if you worship me, Everything will be yours. They started there and they ended there. They thought that they didn't even love and know who was that. So, exactly. This is how the church is today. Believers come and rejoice and rejoice. But when you ask them to meditate and evaluate their lives and how they understand God, failure, they all say amen even to the voice of the devil. Dear brothers and sisters, it is time to understand and know that all the way to Zion, to the destination, we need to be strengthened. And that the strength we are talking about, that you will even open your eyes and be strengthened in the face. You have increasing to last. Why do you say that? Increasing trust. You want to be strengthened. Paul was a very wonderful guy. You remember who he was? And you remember what happened to him? You remember when he met Jesus? A guy was transformed, what we call totally. And from that time, you know all the, the story. He was hunted. He went in Jerusalem. He was not accepted. He went to Arabia. He went... He went and until he even took some years without 
serving, nobody wanted him. The disciples feared him. The people outside hated him because he changed. But this man learned in such a hard situation who God is. And he came to realize that Jesus has power. While he was in prison, he is in prison. But he said, I'm not in a prison of Satan. Physical prison, but I'm free. He was free because he felt he is connected. Oh, hallelujah. He knew he is connected to anointing of the Holy Spirit, to anointing of Jesus Christ, because he said this word when he was telling Philippians, I can do all things. I can, nothing I can fail to do, in other words. Anything that is ahead of me, as long as it is not contrary to what God wants me to do. Whether hard, whether heavy, whether to do it needs a lot of power, I know I can do all through. Amen. If you are with me, would you say amen? I can do all things. How many things did he say? How many things did he say? I can do all things through Jesus who gives me milk, who gives me money. <laughs> Why does he say through Jesus who gives me? Why? The journey is too hard for those who have no Jesus. Yes, you are a good man. Yes. The journey is too difficult to those who do not know their destination. Because in Jesus, we have the way. Not as, uh, 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 I mean right or left in him. We have the way. Because in Jesus, we have the truth. I have told you the people who did not know the truth. They said amen to the word of Satan. Long person. But he is the only truth. And I want to tell you another thing. He always backs his word. Hallelujah. Whatever he says, he will accomplish it. And that is a clear promise to you and me. The problem is how do I take that promise? He is connected to the promises of Jesus. And now he is boasting. I can do all things. And this guy is saying while he is in the chain. Imagine, somebody's tired legs and the arms, and then he say, I can do all things through Jesus, who strengthens me, means his heart, his face, wow. just focusing, knowing that I will reach destination. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When was this Paul saying this? Had he, he had no good life. Physically, the hardships were there. Maybe he was in a prayer and he said a lot of things. I can do this. 
I can do all. Because Jesus is the king of peace. And he is always omnipresent. He is with me. What do you think? What can you say today? When you meet, you, you meet some problems on the way. When hardships comes, I want to tell you I was with Sudanese. You know the problem they have. Being a pastor doesn't change. The name itself can never change anything. The name you have. The, the, the title you have. Because I know when they say Bishop Paul, people think, who am I? And I always tell the people, if you think you are better than others, you are wrong. Consider others to be better than you. That is the balance of life. And in so doing, you will find that trust is happy because you consider equality under his redemption work. We have brothers from Congo here. I know somebody asked me, why do you not introduce yourself and start as a bishop? As what? I said, because that was given. But I know what I got. The grace was for me to be saved and be a child of God. And this is what gives me to evaluate my life. And see whether really I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Because my time is going to be over at least. Let us jump to see what you should do now. Last three years, is it three years or two years, Pastor Justin? Two years. Justin visited me. Actually, he was passing by. But I said, because you are passing by, you can't, people hear about you, they have never seen you. Please come and do the work. I remember even the, the sermon. There came a wonderful lady, very poor lady, who actually got found somewhere. I don't know. I was not there. But what I know, she brought him in some things he wrote there. And she told us, I will, uh, uh, we said about the project we have over building, we had stopped, we had no power, very, very weak, knowing that we can't get money. We waited for God only to bring a miracle from heaven and fall down. <laughs> then we collected the miracles and uh, then he came. He preached the word, what the best thing you have that you can give God. So the gospel touched the people. We had no program of that. This young lady said, I'm very poor, I'm a widow, but God has given me shelter, and when you are doing that, really, there is one sack of, of cement that was left. Now I bring it so that we can go and build our church. We had the land already, somewhere where 
the budget of building was costing us 400 million Rwanda <laughs> money. And she's bringing by face a sack of cement which was costing 8,000 francs. When she said that, actually it, too, it attached me. I went up and told the people. This guy told all the people that they gathered eight million point five. Though they didn't brought as they promised, but that was something physically that practically that strengthened us. So we said as now that one in one minute we can get such amount. God provides. God provides. We have to believe, and we started. Now, I don't know if you have heard the news that we are in the same church. That campus. Two years. And God did miracles. But who stressed us? Not that lady with one sack could do nothing to change the minds of knowing that we have nothing. But because Jesus backed it, we were all strengthened and start building. Today, we are worshiping in that particular church. Hallelujah. So, we have said about supernatural strength connects it to the anointing of God. That's what helped Paul to understand that is connected to Jesus, he can do all. And now, I want maybe to talk very little on this key to the greater works Jesus promised. Jesus promised a greater work. Do you believe that he can do? Did Jesus have a, such a building during his time? Did he build it? He fed the people, yes, we know, but there are a lot of work Jesus wanted you to remain with. That's why we are obligated to accomplish what he left. Hallelujah. Physically, he finished and he said spiritually, he was replaced by the church. Remember, he came as the light of the world to shine. And then when he went, he appointed the church to be the light of the world. But when we ask ourselves, why are we the light from where? From him who gives us strength and shines us, then we shine out. Ooh, hallelujah. He shines in you, then you shine out. How many believe in that? How many? I have seen the, the guys who were giving testimonies of what they are doing. That is a matter of shining out. What do you do according to what he did for you? Hallelujah. Or if we only talk what he did than doing what he did to other people, remember he did in us so that we can do out to others. Hallelujah. And that is the kingdom. 
the kingdom is always connecting to the king. All the principles, all the work, all the strength, all the powers come from him. If you think you can do for your own, you are a failure. But he still calls. Please, come back. We finish with this verse actually in the, the book of Isaiah. He gives the power to the weak and strengthen the powerless. Every youth will become weak and tired. And young men will fall in exhaltation. Exhausted. They will be exhausted. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. Hallelujah. How many among of you? How many still have that stripe? Uh, I mean trust. And say I can't go aside. Either left or right. Because I know he's only the one I can focus to. Fix your eyes unto Jesus. Because he is the one started and the one that will finish. He's the also of our faith by the way. And he will accomplish your face to the destination. When you, anyway, to me, if I would give you my testimony, you can at least not be me, but you can at least want to have the same God that I got. I think I told you how. So from six, I didn't see father. Do you know that the Arthur is my father? You don't know why. I will tell you, very soon tell you the reason. My, the, my last kid, when they were in my home saying that my father died, they don't know the grandfather, the youngest came running. I said, no, 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 I know. I know our grandpa. He went and brought the picture of Arthur. The reason was, in life, he is the first person I had caring for me when you were doing retreats. I felt the hand and then started thinking the hand of a parent to children. I have a good relationship with my children and I learned it from there. I, I grew up in that miserable life, but God did not stop me. Today, people call me bishop, international political. I go everywhere and I am given a chance to talk to you people. But if you know where God has brought me. And today, feeling where I am, I know even to achieve the journey is possible because he has never left me out. I went to study. Nobody could pay school fees. Everyone could come. I don't know how really I was favored. I can't tell you. I told you when I was in Bible college, I was, it was a PhD college, but I was sponsored by Sweden. Then from there, I worked with them. I am now the vice president of my denomination. I'm doing a lot of work. Uh, and when I go back and evaluate my life, I ask myself, why God, what did God follow in me? What God had I, I didn't mean did I have? I find that it is only by his grace. Hallelujah. 
He is the one to choose and we are the one to follow. He chooses you, you follow him. Just genuinely and then you achieve even what you don't know how to plan it. There he says, but those who trust in the Lord will find a new strength. They will swell high on wings like eagles. Yesterday I saw eagles. The picture. Somewhere they said that it is the flag of Minnesota. What do you call them? Aha, a symbol for America. And when it was just, it was like this, but the, the, the mouse was looking down. And the one side, the two babies <laughs> were looking up, just open their, their mouth for the mother to feed. Okay? And I said, oh, now I want to be strong as Jesus to do great work as Jesus to do what he was doing, to love people as he loved, to serve the way he wants without being fed by him. Because these younger eagles will fly, will be strong because they are fed by the mother. And they will be as strong as the mother. Do I want to do anything in my own strength or by the strength of Jesus who actually is feeding me? Hallelujah. Who Jesus? Who is Jesus feeding? I want you and me to open our mind and our thinking and our heart. Am I really fed by him? Do I want to go as far as Jesus did? If these younger egos will grow, they will do as their mother did. And now this is an example that we shall be those who trust in him. Those who are fed in him. Those who really understand and keep the promise and they follow the promise and they walk with him will be as strong. Will never be tired. Though the giant guys will be tired, but this one who trusts in God will never be tired until he achieves what God planned for him. Dear sir, this is your time. I don't want to go further. I don't want to become a Rwandan. I'm a child of God. I've gone beyond that. I want to finish saying this. Waiting in the Lord and trusting in Him. Knowing that other things are secondary, but He is always first. Is very important in our life. I'm not opposing to have a lot of money, to be a millionaire, but to whatever you want, but is God, your God, the first in your life. Do you always keep his promise and say, he said this, he said this. He said, I'm the way, I'm the life. I'm the truth and I'm the life. No one will reach the destination. No one 
will finish this journey up to the Father without me. Without me. Without. Even today he's saying, he's telling you this. Younger people today, they mind not much knowing who God is because some of them see their parents having a lot. But your parent is not the first person. Your parent is raising you because he was gifted, given that gift of you, so that you can he can raise you for God. So we all, and remember in the kingdom, we are all called children. No grandpa. No grandpa. No two fathers. We have one father. And we are all children. How are you growing in your family? How do you respond to your dad and how do you how do you how do you evaluate your life connected to him God bless you if the pastor can call if the pastor can want us to pray together he knows what to do God bless you So I think you have heard the challenge. What, uh, what is it that you need God's strength for today? He told you the journey God took him on. He lost his father at six as a refugee in Uganda, away from his home in Rwanda. So Paul says, as you read in... in uh, In jail, Paul writes, I know how to live on almost nothing or with everything. I have learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it is with full stomach or empty, with plenty or little. For I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. I don't know what situation you are in today. Maybe you need money for a church, for a project, for a roof. Maybe, like Ron, you have someone who is dying. Maybe you are dying. We watched Nancy do this in every situation. Trusting God and finding strength in Him. Looking up, as he said, like the eagle. Opening its mouth and saying, God... I have to have strength from you. Now, many of us, it's very easy for us to say, I have to have strength. Where can I get it? I need a job. I need a loan. I need a friend. I need a house, husband or a wife or a house or a something. Right? He's telling us the place he got strength to go on his journey from six-year-old fatherless refugee to where God has taken him now. To where he is going yet. It's God has a journey for us. Not just to get to heaven. But what he wants us to do on the way for his kingdom. But we can't do it. I cannot do it. On my own. And we can't do it. Except with God. So. Could you take whatever it is. 
that you need strength for today, could you put it in your hand like this? And then instead of bowing your head, I want you to look up and say, God, Lord, we, we ask you to give us strength for everything that is in front of us. We can do all things in any circumstance because of you, with your strength. And without you, we can do nothing that is profitable, useful, or lasting. So, Lord, we ask you to give us strength. Give us yourself so that we can do what we see our Father doing. I want you to take a minute yourself. Just ask God for that thing that you specifically need strength for now and this week. Lord, we thank you that you are able. Your strength is enough for us, our situation, our challenge. You are able. We trust you. Not that we are so strong, but like the eagle, we can be lifted up by your wings, your wind into the place that you desire to take us. Do your work in us this week, Lord. Amen. Would you stand up? The choir? Yeah. The choir come up? to sing, and as they do, I'm going to give you a benediction. Go in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit in his strength to do what he shows you in this week. Amen. Bless you. We're dismissed. Bade meisha mwende na amani ya Yesu Mungu awabariki amen